Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, plowing through the manure online. Uh, this week may require some safe spaces. So if you f- are sensitive or prone to excessive butt hurtedness, <laughs> you may want to get off the bus. If you're a Notre Dame grad, we're Mike Pence. It's time That's to leave. That's just it. We may chap some asses. So we're here. We're going to start talk this week about thanking a farmer um, and the thanking a farmer movement. Jen is Jen and Karen are with us. Oh, f- I'll delete that out. But my bestest <laughs> friends, my bestest friends in the whole wide world are here with me this week. Um, and it's not really a shallow. OK, it's a shallow pool. You guys, I don't have many friends. But if I had tons of friends, I would still pick you guys to be my bestest. So, Aww. right? That's what. Say hi to everyone out there, Jen and Karen. Hello. Great. Look at how well trained they are. It's only like know, 13 right? weeks in now, and you guys are both like, hello, right away. The first time I ever said that, say hello, everyone, it, I had to delete out the pause in the middle <laughs> that took. It was you guys figuring out how to say hello. It was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that out because we sound slow. So anyway, um thanking a farmer. And you know, really this week's conversation, like I said, is gonna be one where we're probably we're gonna try not to yell, but Jen's got a lot of pent up frustration going on right now. It's a little wet in Indiana. It's a little and wet it, and I've been washing a hog barn and uh yeah. There might be some yelling and anger issues going on here. And Wrigley's already mad. Too. Say she's mad, yep. Wrigley's, but Wrigley's just generally, she's just always mad about she's things. She's a bitch. So. Yeah. She is. Truly, she is. So, <laughs> so yeah, we, uh, you I know, don't we. I think you have to beep that because that's, you know, correct. It, it's, right. yeah. It's like, <laughs> when I was a kid, if you, if it referred to the hogs, because we had some hogs for 4 H for a while. I never showed them because I was a wimp and I knew I would cry. So my cousins showed them. But we had hogs anyway. And my uncle told us that as long as we were referring to the actual hog feces, we could use the term shit. So we made sure to figure out a way to work that into conversations as much as possible. Oh, man, I got the hog shit on me. You know, my mom would look at me and be like, you can't say that. Well, yes, we can. Uncle Greg said it's okay. So. I've always told my kids, if you're working with cattle or hogs, you're allowed to cuss no matter how old you are. <laughs> it always makes me think of that Billy Madison. He called the shit poo. Um, <laughs> anyway, so. Sidetracked uh, already. Here we are. Um, so, you know, when it comes down to it, this time of year especially, um, we see a lot more of the martyrdom. You know, the to for lack of a better term, you know, being a martyr, of course, is is basically kind of relishing in the plight to to make the others, you know, to take on something to protect someone else from it or something of that nature. And and so this time of year with folks working long hours and things like that, we tend to see a lot of conversations about, you know, oh, don't forget to to thank that farmer who's working so Hashtag hard. Thank a farmer. Right. And that's what, so don't forget to to thank that farmer. And, you know, it's really kind of spurred some conversation amongst a lot of folks, us particularly, in the sense that who else should we be thanking? And should we really be thanking a farmer or shouldn't we? And so I kind of just want to dive in head first. Jen's got a lot of thoughts about this, which I love. I love Jen thoughts. Thank um, you, Jen. Oh, yes. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, we, Karen. Thank you, Angie. Jen, it is your turn. Climb up on this soapbox and you start talking because let's to put it into perspective, you know, we haven't released our next top mess mom and egg 
um, podcast yet. That'll be coming out um, shortly, or it may have been really, it gets confusing release dates and stuff for me. But anyway, it'll be out. And when you hear that one, you'll realize that Jen is noticeably absent because she is planting beans and she tried to play along with the rest of us and she couldn't. And she, you know, sacrificed that to, to get the I beans. I was the planted. martyr. You can thank me. Yes. Thank you, she, Jen. She thank made you, sure. Yes, she made sure to go and continue on and, and to plow through <laughs> Jen, <laughs> plow wife, right, um, yeah. what she needed to do to get stuff did. And so Jen's got a, a good take on this, and, and I want to hear what you're just go. You, you did whine and cry that you missed it, right, Jen? I did whine and cry. I'm not going to lie. Did you I, post I, on Facebook about it, how sad you were and how your children are scarred? My, I think my children were scarred by it. Um Chris was because he had to listen to me whine and cry. Um, that but you did help. blow a dry, hydraulic hose at the time too, right? I did blow a hydraulic hose. That, Which is uh, not a euphemism for you non-farmers. <laughs> not at all. That not is at not. all. So you had yeah. more reasons to cry. Just yes, I had lots of reasons to cry that day. Um, so hashtag thank a farmer um, has always bothered me. I've always... I've always thought that it, it takes so many people to get, you know, food to the plate uh, and beyond, um, you know, get it the plumber beyond. There you, nah. <laughs> you can take that out if you want, but um, it's staying. <laughs> I, I just think that, um, well, number one, I've always, I guess number two, because I think I already said number one, but well, the plumber was number two, but anyway, Uh having trouble focusing here. Um, you cannot, I've always, I've always said, Chris and I have always said, you can't feed the nation from a back of a pickup truck. Um, and I think that goes along with this a lot because if you could, then you might want to thank a farmer because literally he probably raised that food and put it in the back of his pickup truck and sold it to you, um, for you to put on your plate that night. But, um, Today's day and age, that's just not possible. Um, we're not going to feed the world from the back of a pickup truck. And there are so many players in today's game that it takes to get that food um, to your plate that I don't, I mean, I think a farmer might be the starting point, but, and sometimes. Are they you know, or are the fertilizer salesmen? Right. And, and so then you get into that whole thing. So is it the seed salesman and the, the guy who collects the boar semen so that you can breed your gilts to get pigs. And, and I mean, it's, it's like, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Who do you think? Why, why are we thanking a farmer? I don't know. Well, and that's what we tried to figure out where that movement started. Right. And I can't, I can't remember. It was, has it been five years already? It's been around a little while. Um, Yeah. But I don't know where it started. Well, it's we saw the so God made a farmer, and which that, is on the Dodge commercial, yeah, which Paul Harvey did originally in 1978. Um, which so I think get that's, me wrong from a farm family that makes me cry every time. But oh, Amarillo I, Sky by Jason Aldean. I oh still my God. can't hear that without bawling like a damn baby. And everyone down south, I remember the first time I put it on Twitter that I loved that song. Like, the people from that area were like, it's a horrible song. 
It's terrible. You know, <laughs> I hate that song. And Fly I like, over state? Farmer, if, you're, yeah, like, if you're driving a tractor in a field in Indiana and you hear the song Fly Over State, you better be bawling because, <laughs> well, mostly because you're exhausted because, you know, we've been working long hours. But seriously. Am I going to get kicked off this if I don't know either song? Yeah. Karen. I'm going to have to YouTube after this. You need to YouTube. <laughs> Actually, check my Twitter, Karen, because I, I I tweeted the Flyover State song. Cause I, I do listen crying. to country music, just not recent. I mean, I have like Alabama, George, Garth, See, Reba. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't, I if have, I don't my have serious my... XM ran out for like a week, and so I listened to the local uh, country station, and I couldn't handle it anymore. I re-upped and got my ser- serious back so I could listen to talk radio. Yeah, well, see, yeah, I had I to listen to regular radio until... Uh, or I listened to, you know, Justin Roberts Dad. and, you know, all kinds of kid songs. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Kids bop. You know, I chalk. Yes, yes, you chalk. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I have no idea what that it's means It's the name of all. a song. <laughs> it's like chalk that you write with, like sidewalk yeah. chalk? Okay. Yep, you're chalk on the sidewalk. Yep, I chalk. Or the backyard superhero. Yeah. That's, that's my life you'll be there soon angie just wait i know i already feel like i kind of am um we listen to a lot of uh paw patrol already he seems to enjoy that paw patrol i was always like my kid's not gonna watch tv and then he decided yeah. he liked paw patrol so here we are anything but, to keep him content yes right that's exactly it so but no so i i looked back you know and and yeah uh paul harvey did the the god made a farmer um back in the the late 70s and i'd almost venture that you know farming in the late 70s was something you know that that we can look back on now and, and romanticize to a certain standpoint um well, they were c- closer to the consumer too yeah, a you lot. were much closer. Um, and the work that went into it was much more intense. And I'm not saying you, that we don't work saying, hard. Are you saying I don't work hard? I uh, know, no, that is thank not the you. case. Thank you for not saying no. Thank you for saying that I work hard. I don't. You know. do. Thank work you. Hard. Thank, thank you. You're you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for thanking me. Okay. Um, All right. But no, I mean, that's it, it is a very hard job. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I can see the hate mail coming out right now. Like, oh, you sit and on it's your dangerous. We realize it's also dangerous, very yes. dangerous, excessively dangerous. And it, it is a lot of hard work. But the work that went into to putting the, the crop in the ground 30 years ago versus now um you know, or the work that went into to collecting cattle or something. I mean, we we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Jared Jared McDaniel showing how he had used his drone to find where he had had a, a you know a, a chunk of cattle had wandered off, and yeah. so instead of having to get walk. on horseback or walk or whatever it would have been in the seventies, you know, maybe a four wheeler. I don't know, three wheeler, three wheeler. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of having to go into that effort, he's able to lift up a drone and, and take a look at what was going on. Or we have the auto steer now and, and uh, you know, all of this this technology that's been invented. And, and so, you know, I'm not saying that we shouldn't uh, enjoy or, or embrace the So God Made a Farmer because there is a special person that, that takes care of the land and takes care of the, the livestock. And, you know, I, I admire and... and 
you it know, assumes a lot of risk as far as the weather's concerned. Exactly. I mean, that's there's so much that goes into being a farmer that, like I said, it, they deserve a bit of a romanticized view when it comes to the world. But what about the nurses and the doctors and the plumbers and the this and the firefighters and the policemen and the the those in the military and you know, I mean, and so sometimes I think that we. And, and maybe I'm wrong in this, but sometimes I think we we center our our world around what we know and we forget that we're not the hard. I mean, though we are working hard, we're not the hardest working group of folks that are I out think there. It depends. Or- it depends on where the thanks comes from. You know, yeah. Culver's has their campaign where they're thanking farmers. And I'm fine with that because they're kind of outside of the circle. Yeah. I mean, I realize they sell food, but they're not directly involved in the production of it. Um, yeah. And I'm okay with that. You know, what I have a problem with is when somebody gets online and whines about how much stuff they've missed this week because they're out in the tractor, you know, making food for other people. Well, you know what? There are a lot of people who miss their kids' ball games. There are people who commute who don't get home till 7 or 8. There are factory workers who work 12-hour shifts that, you know, aren't home in time to do those things either. You know, and there's second the, shift workers. There's people who have to work at the gas station. I mean, there's so many people who miss their kids' functions that I don't think that you can try and make other people feel guilty because you're in the tractor doing you something know, the, you chose to do. The chick making my donuts at 3 a.m. down at the Casey's missed her kid getting on the bus. Um, yeah. and, and that sounds, you know, it sounds like, well, you know, it sounds funny, but it's true. She was down there because that's her job. Um, and she knows it and she didn't say, thank a donut maker, you know? Yeah. Because she Although knew how I irate do. Jen would be without donuts. Right. Without her donut. But I will say hashtag thank So a donut she's maker. more of a mental health advisor for you, Jen, than just she a donut maker. Much. She has, she has quite a role, you know? Yeah. Well, not like, not like a cinnamon roll, but a roll. Oh roll, man, a cinnamon roll. Yeah. So sounds- no, right? <laughs> Really good. So if somebody else says to thank a farmer, I'm okay with that. But if a farmer says, hey, you need to thank farmers, then uh, no. Well, and do you see a lot of, I don't see a lot of it from the, I see it more from, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to dive right in Go on ahead. this. Go ahead. Farm Get the wives. firing squad I've got listeners. my helmet on. Right? That's what, farm, farm wives. And and is that part of is the is that because we we love our spouse, um, and, you know, so much to where we we do have a bit of a pedestal that we hold them on, and are impressed with the work ethic that we see and things like that. I, I mean, is is what do you guys think about that perspective? Um, the the farm wife talking about um, how hard her husband's working. Well, you know, there are people who are married to the factory workers and the policemen. I mean, you know, the policemen, you have to worry every time they go out on a shift whether or not they're going to come back, especially these days. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think every occupation, every field has its advantages, disadvantages. I think that... um, we have all these fields where people, well, we, you know, we chose to farm. We did. And, and people choose to be, you know, teachers and firemen. And, and I, I'm not even sure, actually, that you can, I mean, people choose to be firemen, don't get me wrong, or police officers. Um, and you choose to be in the military. I don't know that I want to include the military in all this because I think that that, that kind of occupation stands on its own. 
It does what? deserve much thanks. It, it does. Yes, thank you. Hashtag thank a military person. Um, not sarcastically. That sounded sarcastic. I was not being sarcastic. We know um, But what about those people who are, you know, back to Casey's, working at the gas station or working at Walmart? Uh, they're missing stuff as well. And I'm sure that when they were little... Maybe they wanted to work at Walmart. I'm not putting anyone down. I'm just saying, you know, they're supporting their family. They're doing what needs to be done. Yeah, my dad farms, but my dad also had a full-time job. So technically he had two full-time jobs. So Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It just seems so, like you say, martyrish and, and like it's we're... patting yourself on the back. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know? Although in the farm wife's defense, maybe she's just thinking, my God, I can't handle these kids by myself anymore. He needs to get home and take them, which I can you appreciate. Know, and, and that's <laughs> right. highly likely. And, you know, here's the deal with, with things like that is, like, we as a group might see that inside our group, whereas, you know, probably maybe a factory worker's wife is saying the same thing, you know, in her safe place group. You it's, know, yeah, it's true. God, shut that factory down. These kids are insane, and I'm going to shortly. <laughs> I, and I have seen, you know, I have had conversations with my friends who are not in agriculture who have a similar um, issue, you know, where their husband may be working mandatory overtime, and and their kids are crazy. Their kids are crazy, and you know, they they just can't catch a, a break, and they don't know how, um, you know how they're going to make it from one day to the next. I, I, and I think that's a normal thing. I think that's life. Um, you know, unfortunately, as much as we would all love to, to get paid, you know, relatively handsomely to not have to, to work hard. It's there's, you know, it's unless you're going to receive a, a large inheritance or, um, win the lottery, win the lottery or live off the government in the case of some people, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> Um, you know, I know someone else is going to say it, so I might as well throw it in there. You know what I mean? We all have to work hard in our own way. And, and I grew up on a farm, you know, we, we had a potato farm and, and, uh, you know, I knew at a young age that in the spring I wouldn't see my dad, you know, there would be many times where I, I honestly cannot tell you getting up in the morning how many times my dad was actually at the house, even if it wasn't a busy time. I mean, he was generally out the door 6 a.m. And, you know, in the off season, he'd probably be home around 6 p.m. or so. And, and we'd have dinner and he'd have to check irrigation and he'd be gone. And, you know, maybe in the summer months, we'd get to ride with him to go check irrigation to give my mama a break. You know, and and that would be what we do. That would be our quality time. But during harvest, especially, um, we didn't see him for, you know, a couple weeks generally. Um, and it I turned out okay for the most part, I think. Mm, it's subjective. Yeah, yeah. It's true. You know. Colt thinks I'm cool. Um <laughs> Carl's probably wondering what he got into, but still. Um you know, so that's that's the the part is is do we you know, in, in this becoming a group of martyrs, do we ignore the freedoms of being our own boss sometimes? You know, do you ever see that out there where it's like, yeah, you're you're working real hard, but you get to choose what you do each day because you are, you know, one of those few people still in the world that that are completely independent of, of really anyone outside telling you what you 
have to do for the most part. But like Jen, yeah. you know, Jen, you're not a fan of of washing hog barns. <laughs> no. Right? But at the same time, um you know, if if you think about your a different position somewhere else, you know what I mean? Like there's always something in your job you're not going to be a there's, fan of. You know what? There's always something in every job you're not going to like and there there's always going to be um people that you work with in any job that that you're going to clash with at some point in time. You know, I always think it's funny. They say, what's the best part of your job? And I say, working with family. And they say, what's the worst part? And I say, working with family. <laughs> so true. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. So Are you, Chris. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, that's, I think any job is going to have, you know, it's downside, obviously, um, you know, to, to things that you don't like to do. And, and people that you have to communicate with and live with every day. No, I guess you really don't have to live with your boss if you make the donuts at Casey's, but no, unless it's, I don't know, maybe I like my boss a lot, but I couldn't live with him with Bob. I love him. He's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like I, I thoroughly enjoy working with him, but we would kill each other if we had to live together. <laughs> Where it wouldn't yeah, work. I don't know. I work for a real bitch. Let me tell you, she is weak <laughs> and cranky and likes it her own way. And yeah, she's terrible. She is a monster. Good thing she doesn't have anybody else who has to work for. That's just it. That's what. Well, and that's why. I mean, I have in in my position. I have my the the owner of the company, and I have our CFO, and you know those. I I report to both of them, and then everyone else kind of has to report to me. And I can tell you that if you were to ask most of my employees, they would tell you that I'm an asshole. <laughs> like they would, they would tell so you. Would my, that. So would my employees, and they're my children. That's just it. Like that's why they my most of my employees. You know, and I try to be the cool boss. Um. I at least do now. When I first came in, I was like, I am Angie and we're going to make things happen. And now I'm like, okay, it doesn't work that way. But, um, you know, so that's that's really part of, of what we've seen, at least, or, or part of the Think a Farmer movement. And that's there are actual groups out there that that's, they, they claim to be nonprofit. Um, they take donations and they travel around and educate students. So it goes back to so it goes back to ag- advocating, advocating for ag, right? If if you know, so does that blur the lines? It, are you thinking a farmer and educating the pu- public on how thinking how agriculture works? Is is that a possibility or is it? I mean, well, in the first place, I'm going to go back to last week's or some week. I don't even know the advocator. I don't even know our episode. Right. Why are we educating anybody? Um, if you want to learn, great. But I don't think it's anybody's job to educate anybody else. But that's I mean, my I own opinion. Questions that asked, right, right. I may throw questions if you're asked. The produce at the grocery store about non-GMO strawberries and how there aren't any. But I'm not really educating. I'm just, you know, being snarky. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I do that too. I mean, I just don't, this whole thank a farmer, you know, advocate, educate people. Really? I mean. Thank the person who picked the berries. Yeah. Um, let's thank everybody. I mean, it, it, here's, here's the deal. If we're going to, what happened to saying thank you because it's common courtesy and good manners? 
Well, what's Since the, when do we have to start asking for it or and making it a campaign? Yeah, that's why. Um, you know, I agree. I I think that's the thing. Is 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 it because in society today we're no longer appreciative of what we have? Is- yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, and I think it's you know, and then I, so I I said something about what on Twitter I said you know is what happened to common courtesy and manners, and somebody said, oh. You know, somebody tweeted back, I wonder when this generation would be blamed for that. And I'm like, I don't, not blaming this generation. There's plenty of people in my generation who don't say thank you. Oh, there's plenty um, of people. For things. If you want to know the truth, if you travel a lot, if you fly a lot, and this is going to get me, women of the baby boomer generation are a bunch of assholes. Like, they <laughs> think that everything is, you know what I mean? Like, they think that the world revolves around them. <laughs> And, you know, so I, I can't say the millennials, I've had more polite millennials, you know, traveling with a child than I have a woman who's probably been in my situation, you know, because Colton and I will travel a lot and, and I may be like looking like a pack mule trying to huff and puff my way from the parking garage to the Delta ticket counter. And I will have people of a younger generation stop and ask if they can help me. You know, and I always say no, because all I can picture is someone running off with my stuff. I've watched too many movies, <laughs> you know, like not like they'd be able to get very far with my 55 pound bag. But in any event, um, but you never know. Yeah, but I was worried about her bag, but not people, them taking her yeah, kid. <laughs> I hand them the kid. Here you go. I don't even hand the kid over in church. It freaks me out. I'm like, who are you? Why are you here? Go away. But, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's it's not even a generational thing. It's almost a societal thing. That, it, yeah. it it is a, it, it is and it's it's what your parents taught you to do I guess yeah my parents um, have always taught me to be grateful you know it's it's yeah it, when we were in Michigan the last time um we went out for dinner with the the six of us my mom my dad my sister and brother-in-law and my Carl and I and then we had two kids you know and and uh the waitress was busting her neck. We were, we were the smallest party that she was dealing with out of like three or four other parties. And she's just running like a chicken with her head cut off, you know, and, and my parents are like, we'll buy the dinner. You, uh, pay the tip. And so there was no question that you leave this woman, you know, this substantial tip just because we're not buying dinner and we could kind of deal. And I don't know. I just, I I think it all comes down to because she was missing a Saturday night with her family. I hated when I I waitressed and bartended because it was hashtag hashtag thank a waitress. Yeah, because it was. I mean, you start work at four in the afternoon, and and you if you if I bartended, you'd close bar and probably leave you know about four that morning, and you'd make two dollars and fifty cents an hour and rely I heavily to say, on tips. Yeah, it's tips. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe maybe somewhere there's some Facebook group, you know, waitress wives or I don't that doesn't even make sense. But right. Waitress husbands. Well, that's what the uh, husbands aren't aren't writing about how their wife is missed every right. weekend for you know the last six because she's had to close the the bar, which sounds right. bad when you say, "Well, I was late. I had to close the bar. <laughs> I had to close the bar. <laughs> I closed the bar down tonight." <laughs> well, but that's why. You know, so in what we found in some of the searching on the think a farmer side of things is that a lot of these groups are for for profit or they're working to to gain. Um, so what are they doing with this money? <clears throat> maybe they're spending it on the, the Cargill thing. <gasps> maybe that's a good one. 
that's I don't know. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I don't. Maybe that's the the non GMO project or whatever. I don't Karen die. No, I'm here. Sorry. Oh, okay. I have children talking to me. <laughs> that's okay. I just wanted to make sure you're still there. <laughs> like maybe they've taken her hostage. That's right. No, it was, are you done yet? One more minute? Just one more minute? Are you sure? Think of mommy. Um, no one thinks the mommy. So, so how many, I didn't have time to research this because, well, I just suck at research. But Karen, I know you looked it up. How many, like, thank a farmer organization things are there? Well, if you if you Google it, just Google thank a farmer and first comes up a song. And then the rest <laughs> are like. I have you know, a theme song? <laughs> Are like people that you can pay to come talk to your group about thanking a farmer. Yeah, which is you're kidding. Even the American Farm Bureau Federation Foundation had on there where you could send cards to thank farmers. Oh, you're kidding. That's weird. No, I was just like, that's a little weird. I don't know. I mean, we have, you know, National Ag Week with some people used to thank a farmer. I guess personally, I turned around and used it to. You know, to thank consumers, <laughs> or um, yeah, or you know, thank your answer questions, yeah, or, or say yeah, I'm here. I don't know. Well, and I know during Ag Week we did bring up during Ag Week that we were insulted by Cargill making that move with the the non GMO Verify project. Um, you know that they they went about faking a farmer wrong. Um, you know, and and. It's full disclosure, you know, and so there are times where we do have a bit or, or a direction with which we look at it and we say, damn, you know, working in agriculture is a tough, tough deal. But I think there's a there comes a point in time, too, where we all have to recognize or embrace the fact that working in general or being an adult in general <laughs> is a tough deal. Yeah. Yeah, it all sucks, you know, but that's what I always wrap up my marketing talks, you know, because the last couple of years of doing marketing talks is a whole lot of fun. Well, everything's going to kind of suck all winter long and then it's <laughs> not going to suck for a couple weeks somewhere in between the first of May and the end of July. And then it's probably going to resume major sucking for the remainder. And, and you know, so you have to spread that out for an hour and a half of sharing lots of tidbits as to why everything's probably going to suck. But at the very end, you know, I post pictures and and mention that, you know, farmers are the luckiest people on earth because they get to do the things that everyone dreams. I mean, every little boy dreams of being able to grow up and drive a tractor for a living. You know what I mean? Like, being right. able to be in the dirt and, and do all of those things that little boys love and, and little girls, you know. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we already, Colton will be a year next week and he already has his collection of green equipment with which he's going to start his multi-level tractor farm. What? Carpet farm. What? I know. What? I'm a red family, but it's so much easier to find green. His birthday's next week. I will take care yeah, of that. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> yeah. He needs some red or my grandpa's going to come back from the grave and whoop my ass. But, um... You know, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like you've gotten to do it. And and so I think sometimes when we have the, the women come in from the outside, maybe that's where some of the farmer wife misunderstanding comes from. Or maybe it's just a general spousal misunderstanding. I don't know. What do you guys do? You, I don't know. Maybe it's just social media and the need to bitch about something. I think I, I oh, actually that's a good point, Karen. I think I think maybe we three maybe we're too close to the subject. Uh, we're looking I mean, at it from let's the not inside, make it a mistake that, 
you know, I mean, we are thankful for farmers. All my clients are farmers. Angie's clients are farmers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're not dissing farmers here. We're just talking no. about the movement to thank a farmer and who should or should not be forcing it out there. Yeah. Is it, does it get misconstrued, I think, is the main thing? Or are we asking... Does it make us look like... Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm serious. I mean, hello, I'm over here. Please thank me. I'm working really hard and stuff. I'm working really hard. I know you are probably holding down a full time job as well and raising a family, but me, see me, I'm over here. Yeah. I'll never forget the conversation I had, you know, and sometimes it's, this is just funny and maybe it doesn't even fit in here, but I was talking to a customer one time who had just gotten back from a 10 day trip to Mexico. And I said, okay, well, tomorrow, which was a Friday, I'm going to be out of the office. We're traveling to such and such. Well, it must be nice to take a vacation. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Oh, and it's not the first time. You know, so sometimes I think we forget. Also, um, you know, we, we, and this is just a human thing. Just This isn't a farmer thing. This is a human thing. Oh, no, it's a human thing. Where it's like, well... I I wish I could do that. And it's like, you just did. It's just, you're not doing yeah. it tomorrow. Um, exactly. Yeah. You know, everybody's looking. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking for vacation thing. You speak. Just, I have yes. no idea what you're talking about. Well, 90% of my vacations revolve around, okay, we have a trip to go there for work. Um, you know, that's like going to Chicago the first week of December every year. The only reason we go to Chicago the first week of December every year is it's the executive women in ag conference. And I have to, to work for, you know, we have conference for two days and then maybe we have, a which I hours. think they should get us. Can I, can I say that? Oh, this is our podcast. I put that. You so, can say yes. whatever you want on our podcast. You can right. be like, dear miss Sarah Schaefer of top producer. We think you should have Please. a speak. We have more star potential than the other guy that only I really stars. think we are a full five star. We promise not to say egg and out loud. Also circle jerk. <laughs> right. Well, circle jerk yes. I think we can say. Um, right. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to bleep all of those. Um, but, you know, so when it comes down to it, I think maybe this whole entire conversation just boils down to being aware of the human how you element. come across yeah yeah and and acknowledging or or just understanding that we all have it rough somehow you know and some people will embrace and and point out where their challenges are and and what their struggles are but most folks won't you know so everyone has their own little group of challenges it's just a matter of of what they are at that given yeah. time. Well, and if you're looking for someone to thank you, maybe you should really consider thinking about who you should be thanking too. Yeah. Oh, good point. I think and the you UPS know, here's, guy. Here's, oh, yeah. Oh, I love the UPS guy, and I love everyone who works at Amazon. Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking today while I was washing a barn. You can thank me later for that. That nice. I don't really wash the barn for your thanks. I wash it because if I don't, Chris is going to take my Amazon take away my amazon charging privileges and my casey's money that's just not right i'm like yeah i you you don't have to thank me i'm not doing it for that i'm doing it so that i can keep eating donuts and ordering amazon that's i literally am still trying to figure out i placed one amazon order today and while i was getting around i realized i'd forgotten two things 
between the two. So you placed a second one. Well, I started to, but I can't remember what the second thing of the two things is. And so now oh, I hate that. I'm sitting here with an open Amazon account going through my recommendations. Like Amazon knows what I'm missing. Like Amazon will tell me. Angie, you need to have toilet paper. You, you, you can have make paper a third towels. order. Yeah. Well, you can make a third order. It's awkward. It's well, like that's the deal with Prime. You can have like 20 orders a week. Every time I forget something, I just go order it. I do too. Oh, I do too. I know. But then I'm like, is there someone at the Amazon place that's taking my order that's like, God, this girl has a problem. We should. <laughs> I always try to beat Chris in the house too to the mail because I don't really need him knowing how many Amazon packages come. <laughs> Yesterday, I had three different Amazon I did too boxes, yesterday. and an Etsy package and a package from Karen that was my Girls Talk Ag t-shirt. Today I've already had the FedEx guy yeah. and the UPS guy, but I haven't been out to the garage or the uh postman, but I haven't been out to the garage to see um what came yet. I just know there's stuff coming. Speaking of that, the UPS guy handed my package to me today and he said, "Yep, only one today." <laughs> <laughs> and now that you guys are making me think about that maybe he was making fun of me <laughs> you know the thing is is sometimes if the ups guy who our ups guy is awesome knows us by name i think ups guys are awesome anyway but sometimes i i actually hit the floor and hide when i see him because i'm a little embarrassed at how many times he has to stop here <laughs> they just know to just drop it in the garage now like that, I just think that UPS is not going to go out of business because of people like me. No, yeah. That's the way I look you at know, it. You know, sometimes, sometimes he has, like, this has happened before. Sometimes he'll have a delivery, like an overnight or something that has to be here before 10 a.m. So he drops it off. Then he does his route and figures out, oh, she's got more shit, so I have to stop at her house a second time. <laughs> That's awesome. I am jealous. I, yeah. That's why, I mean... Like I said, I am literally right now going through my former Amazon orders and I'm like, it had to, I I have to remember because it had to have been important, but I can't, I don't know. Obviously it wasn't. I'll remember it at like two o'clock this morning and have to get on my phone to the Amazon app, which is the worst thing too, is I have right. an Amazon app of all things. Oh, hashtag thank a UPS driver. Yeah. Sorry. And USPS and FedEx. Right. And the guy at the grocery store who goes around and picks up all my groceries and puts them in the cart and brings them to me. Yeah. Well, that's nice. I haven't done that yet. I need to start, but Uh, my I like to touch the food. Like I'm serious. Have you ever Uh, watched not me? Are you kidding me? Do you know how many times you have to touch food if you go into a grocery store? So like. You go in, you see that you need a can of green beans. So you take the green beans off of the shelf and put them in your cart. Yeah. Do your shopping. Yeah. Go to the register. Take them out of the cart and put them onto the conveyor belt. Then then they get put in the sack. So then you have to take the sacks off the Walmart carousel and put them into your cart. And then you have to take them out of your cart and into your car. Then you have to take them out of your car and into your house. And then you have to take them out of the sacks and put them into the cabinet and then you have to take them out of the cabinet and cook the damn now things. i'm Are you tired me? yes i know that's why you do grocery order that's a great idea except for i'm like one of the people from a 600 pound life do you ever watch that show where they like have a sexual <laughs> experience with a dozen donuts? <laughs> oh my god! i gosh. just have no i'll never more. look at a long john the same in any event they have a euphoric situation with food where it's just I, I call it religious yeah religious is much less sexual <laughs> you, 
I am one of those people that, like, I do. I enjoy the process of being like, I'm going to make so much good food with this. So I probably should separate. I might lose weight if I stopped, if I just did grocery pickup, because I would never have anything delicious that is like. You might uh, get frustrated. Well, yeah. (laughs) Tell you what. So. Alrighty then. That's why on that note, I'm going to go get a long john. But. But no, I mean, when it comes down to it, so when it, in the reality is, is that everyone has a, a big hand in making the world go round, right? I mean, so we do want to thank a farmer and we appreciate a lot of the hard work, but we just want to kind of, you know, maybe point out that we should dial back the rhetoric a little bit when we're pointing out or when we're saying that um, well, we've missed. I think finding a group of friends or a safe place, if you will, or, you know, a closed group on Facebook. That's a great idea. A podcast. We got a podcast. You know, everybody needs someone to vent to, but, but I think posting it on your social media and just whining, I don't know. Yeah. You're no off. You're no worse off than anybody else. Yeah. Well, and it's. Well, here's the thing. I mean, if you're going to whine, don't do it on social media because somebody can screenshot that and make fun of you behind your back. So come on. Totally. And they probably will. And they probably will. Because we're not assholes, but there's a lot of assholes in the world. There are. That's. (laughs) You must be an asshole in a different group. Um, you know, group chat. I like when people talk about group chats. Like, I'm like, oh, I remember this feeling from middle school when I had nowhere to sit at lunch. Right. <laughs> All the cool kids in their group chats. But, but no, I, you know, yeah. When it comes down to it, though, yeah, I, I think that we just need to be aware of, of everyone's role in, in making society work and, and that we're appreciative of all of, those who contribute and are a, a working member of of the world, basically. And yes, farmers. Yeah, we're all in this together. Yeah. Ha- hashtag thank everybody for everything. Exactly. That's we are grateful people. Hashtag. I mean, you know, it is just common courtesy and manners. I mean, let's let's I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, I think so. And I think that, you know, it goes back to like the waitress thing or the doctor thing or the the person working behind the counter when you're flying, you know, on United Air or something like that. Like, just be aware that we're all living life and we all are are trying to survive and we're all trying to get ahead and and we all deserve to be treated like a good, decent human being. So, right. So anything you guys want to add before we wrap up this week's conversation here? Nope, I'm good. You think we did we get it out? Yeah, I pretty much spouted it. Off. Do you feel better, Jen? I do feel a little better, actually. I'm glad. Now I'm gonna go now I'm gonna go uh eat my leftover Casey's donut and maybe drink a beer. That's not I don't know how you drink beer. And don't lie, you don't have any leftover Casey's <laughs> donuts. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go down to Casey's <laughs> and get a donut. <laughs> what is this leftover donut you speak of as though you don't I eat know. them if they're on the counter? Oh. Although I'm not getting a long time, <laughs> for the record. Well, you don't know what you're missing then, Jen. Apparently I don't. Just let it melt in your mouth. <laughs> All right. So, next week, and who knows what that's just it. We don't know what, we don't even know what we'll talk about yet, so. So, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening, like always. Um, check us out. Uh, hit one of us up if you're interested in Girls Talk Egg podcast t-shirts. They are the best thing ever. We've got, are we selling the baseball shirts or no? 
Those yeah. are super kick-ass. And, uh, and then they really they're are. like the most comfortable. I've worn mine like no less than three or four times. And I just got it 10 days ago. I've washed it a lot in between, but it is the most comfortable shirt. And then I have my black shirt too. So, and we also, are we offering those bottles or no? No. No. Those are special. The bottles are special. But we are going to, we are working on a hot mess moms in ag shirt. Yes. So, you know, if you guys have any interest in any of that, let us know. Um, We'll hook you up for a cost. (laughs) Because ain't nothing free. You can thank us later. Right, exactly. <laughs> so have a great week. Be safe. Um, and uh, we'll look forward to chatting with you next week.